When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast, hosted by male interracial best friend duo. Had to clear my throat. Wasn't trying to lead anybody on. AB, how are you? What'd you think of the episode? I'm excellent, Rim. It was great. The resolution to the cliffhanger was satisfactory? No. no. The new cliffhanger was satisfactory? No, 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 no. Okay, great episode, though. <laughs> Listen, I'm not sure... We've seen the last of Hannah, so I don't know if I don't know if that cliffhanger is over, Rim. Okay, okay. Um, we will get to that in the mailbag. Your question was prescient and yet also outdated at the same time already. <laughs> Before we get to the show, AB, yes. there are two things off-screen bits of news that we may want to address. Do you want to speak about the first one, which I think is hilarious? That you know about for sure. Sure. What this is, is it? Rim and AB are doing show prep right now as the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the you're Madison, talking about. The Madison thing. Oh, Instagram. with the Kevin Durant thing? Yeah, the Kevin Durant. That's how I should have described it. The Kevin okay, Durant so thing. Okay, uh, so Madison, my girl Maddie, uh, got caught slipping up yep. on her Instagram. There was a pic. Did she, was it... Was it someone posted a picture of her complimenting her, and then she posted underneath uh, it? Even worse. Okay, give me the she it posted. For me. She posted as they all oh. do a photo of their date the next day. Okay, so she was like, "Check out the Bachelor Seven Central, or whatever." I'm going on the date, and then no, she, she was like, "I just it, no." It was more sincere than that. It wasn't a promo post. It was like, oh, "Okay, you know, I, went, I, I, oh, I woke up feeling too. so grateful that I went on this date with Peter." You know, blah blah blah. And then she commented from her account at Maddie Prue. Oops. Let's see. Uh, well, well, I forgot what it said. It said, "Beautiful date, Maddie. You are so <laughs> genuine and real." From her <laughs> account. Okay. Obviously, she What's deleted it? it. Obviously, she deleted it. Now, here's the account I think she meant to use was the Team Maddie Prue, Team Maddie Prue Instagram account, a fan account, which I've always wondered. Wait, she owns the fan account? Most likely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's pretty that's obvious. Ridiculous. I, I don't. Th I, you know, I've always wondered 
who runs these accounts team whoever especially the new- for the non-contenders the people who barely get any screen time like well, and why is there just a team started. person who got eliminated on the first out yeah like how are you it on just, a team already it just started like i am team maddie so i could be in charge of that maddie crew but yeah most of the we don't have strong opinions strong enough opinions to start a fan no, it's club about changed. these people it's yet it's already changed yeah <laughs> so i've always wondered that my guess is the majority they of team blank are all run by okay. the people or someone on the the person's team, for lack of a better Listen, word. Now, Rim, yeah, Maddie Defender here, Maddie Defender, big Maddie guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a social media influencer and you don't have multiple accounts, you're not doing it right. If you don't have burners, I'm sorry. Mean, yeah. yeah, if you don't have burners, if you don't have burner accounts out there, the KD <laughs> accounts, you're not doing it right. So sorry. She's worried about her brand. She messed up. Everyone makes mistakes also, Rim. That's the second part of this. Everyone makes mistakes. She just forgot. It's very easy to be on the wrong account. So that's number three. I was kind of surprised by the reaction. Now, I you never have the full picture. You re- the, the reaction that I see is maybe different than what you saw, but... It's people were killing her for this. Now, <laughs> you know, rightfully so. It's very embarrassing to do. Yeah, very of course it's embarrassing. But I've, maybe we're just it's desensitized to this because, like, one of the best <laughs> basketball players of all time spends every day on the internet defending himself <laughs> on burner accounts. <laughs> every day he I, does this. No, I don't think it's just that. I'm under the impression that every famous person has burner accounts that they defend themselves on. So, I mean, it's no big deal. She got caught up. She's not even famous, really. She she just messed up. I'm sure it happens all the time. She got caught. Uh, It's funny more than anything. It's very funny. It's very funny when this stuff happens. But it's not a surprise to me when someone messes up like this. No, we've I've, we've just seen this a million times. No, it's a common yeah. practice almost at this point. If it, I would if it stay woke, she might have done this on purpose. Who knows? <laughs> the word the the funny thing is they tried to wrap this up. They she her friend tried to take credit okay. for doing that. And this is what her yeah. friend tweeted or something. She goes, "Oh, I thought I wrote that comment from my account, but I was logged into Maddie's from when she got back from filming, which makes no sense because she filming wrapped months ago." Um, and then Maddie was like, aha, you know, it happens. Love you. Uh, it's like, all right, ladies, no, ladies, don't play. we're not stupid. <laughs> we know what happened here. Yeah. Does this affect, does Maddie having a burner account praising herself affect how you think the season ends? Is that the behavior of a winner <laughs> in your eyes? That's an excellent question. Uh, Yes, it does. I don't. don't, A winner doesn't act like that. (laughs) Okay. If she if she thought she was going to get enough praise, and this is a stretch on both of our parts, but if if she thought she was going to get the praise anyways, she wouldn't need to worry about a burner account. It would just come, and the Maddie fan accounts would just come. So this is a blow to what I was thinking about. She probably thought, okay, maybe episode three or four, they might they might be turning on me. So I need to lay the groundwork (laughs) for positive vibes. Let me get some fan accounts out there. Sure. The funniest thing was the the comment was beautiful date Maddie you are so genuine and real a bunch of people started commenting on that after she deleted it she commenting that comment and she replied to them as normal like thanks heart like they were there. roasting her yeah, yeah like Maddie come on. <laughs> did you forget the comment you just deleted anyway I thought that was funny um I think there are way worse scandals in this yeah, no world this is just a funny thing yeah she just she messed up 
and it's very embarrassing that I laughed at. <laughs> okay, this episode, the wait. You said there's two things. Are you going to give us the second at the end, or what's I the deal? I don't even know what the second fun. one is. The other one is not fun. The other oh, one's serious. serious. So we'll talk about it after. Yeah, okay. it's not fun. And I want to talk about the whole episode without that clouding it. Sure. Um, this episode, Hannah and Peter, we left off. They were in the dressing room in the in the windmill stage group date. Okay. We kind of left off with Peter asking her if she wants to be part of the house, which is, we discussed last week, kind of an absurd thing to ask and pretty offensive for the people in the house. <laughs> yes. Hannah says, I'm not sure I made the right decision with you, kind of opens the door. Again, I'd like to point out, I'm not sure anything was said at any point by Even anybody. Even when the camera it's, was on her face so and her hard. mouth was moving? <laughs> no, You're not I sure just, about that. The stuff was getting spliced up here, Rim. I was trying to pay real close attention. They'd have people talking and the camera would not be on their face. And then they'd show their face. They wouldn't be talking, but there'd be voices. I, I can't trust anything that they were showing me on the scene, at least for the start. Here's, I don't want to go through everything they said, but here's what this was. This was two exes seeing each other at a wedding the canoodling mm-hmm. saying like well, we shouldn't be doing this ah, you know <laughs> <laughs> kind of nuzzling and then they go their separate ways but obviously the door is still open for the occasional <laughs> text yes. that's if what they see this, each other at the that's next a real wedding, life equivalent if they the next time they see each other same deal nothing yep. they're yep. going to be in the same type six of situation. months a year from now as long as he's not engaged this is what's going to happen <laughs> yeah he says to the camera, I don't know if I have to feel that for someone else to fully move on. Something to that effect. I think the answer is probably. Because he was about to well, move forward yeah. with these people. Then they brought back Hannah and he's like, shoot, I already had what I'm looking for. And now and she's right it's here in the room. She's literally in the room and we're alone. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Why do I, do I want to do all these episodes or just it's right here? Anything else you have on that, A.B.? I just want to look at the... Let's just step back a little bit. Look at the logistics of this whole situation here. So Peter brings 10 girls on a date. Mm-hmm. His ex-girlfriend was there. Bad choice to begin Hosting with. Hosting the date. She's the MC of the date. She's the, <laughs> she's the MC of the date. <laughs> yeah. She tells the story about their love story, which was like two months ago from that time. Sure. Okay. So we very play fresh. fast and loose with the timeline. Oh People yeah, we text in and are like, that, "This is the actual time." I'm like, listen, no, you need to understand about Riven AB. We're gonna do in the timeline. It's gonna fit our narrative. Of it's not gonna be. Yep. <laughs> it's not gonna always be what the it's actual timeline perfect. was. Okay, no, no. it's gonna fit my narrative. Uh, anyways, so Peter brings these girls to this date. He then gives them like a task they need to do. So they need to write down these speeches or whatever. I can't even remember exactly their what they stories. Needed. They're embarrassing sex stories. Embarrassing sex stories. Okay. So they had to yeah. do that. They had to write that down. He sent them off to a separate room and then he went, ditched them all for out an hour. Would you say they were in there? Oh, at least. Yeah. At least, at least he ditches them for an hour. Doesn't help them. Doesn't help them write their speeches. Spends no time with any of those girls because he's spending time with his ex. Yep. Okay. It's just a really bad look. It's a worse look than I think he's and getting credit for. I don't know if that's the right word. But. Uh, yeah. And the other thing is they're almost they're they're inches from each other's face. I thought they were gonna kiss at any given moment. They were so close to each other. There <laughs> yeah. was a lot of hand like you know scratching her back sexually, yeah. scratching yeah. her back, and the then small. like big 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 hugs. 
faces were never more than four inches apart from each other at any given time. Like he's no. got some explaining to do to whoever he chose. On that note, she left basically only because she had, in her words, a flight to catch. Otherwise, who knows how long she would have stayed. Um, so Peter kind of gather, you know, wipes his tears, gathers the ladies on the group. Again, I, I don't want to, we don't want to make it seem like Peter's an awful guy. In this, he, this is a tough no. spot for him to be yeah, in. Yeah, bad spot. Yeah. Peter gathers the ladies on the group date. He makes it clear that he is absolutely shook by the interaction he just had with Hannah. Luckily, does not reveal that he asked her to be in the house, because based on some of the other things he said out loud later this episode, I thought that might be a possibility. He says he can't go on with the group date. He's not in the right headspace to kind of have fun. His head was in Hannah's space a little earlier, AB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Do you think he was uh, dishonest uh, for not mentioning leaving conveniently leaving that out that he asked Tana to join the house uh, a lie by omission you're saying yes uh yes but necessarily i think it, he had to do it he, yeah. you know this is a delicate situation if it were real life obviously honestly the best policy there but this is episode two of the bachelor <laughs> i'm not sure that's the kind of havoc you want to wreak right then because uh, then f- from that point on, you're basically saying everything from here on out is a charade <laughs> because I really <laughs> wanted my ex to be here and she declined. So now let's just do this anyway. <laughs> yeah. Good point. I think he had to cancel the date legitimately because his jeans were glittery. That's you can't go around with glittery jeans <laughs> helping them through the daytime portion. They'll be like every one of them is going to be like. Why are you? Why do you smell like that? Why are your jeans glittery? Oh, it's it was my ex girlfriend. Why do you smell in a like Hannah and have lipstick on your <laughs> on your collar? Yeah. Why'd you have to change your whole outfit? Um. Anyway, nighttime portion is still on though because he can change. Of course. One quote he said: "This was a big part of my heart, and this just and that just hasn't gone away." Hmm. This is the first of several lines from Peter tonight that I found. Whatever the opposite of reassuring is, <laughs> worrisome, very yes. worrisome, concerning, just has bad, just concerning, just has bad bedside manner. And Natasha, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. But Natasha's like, no, what do you have <laughs> yeah. on Natasha's reaction? AB? It's interesting to think about, like, these people don't like they know him because they obviously all watch this, sh- watch the show, but they don't know Pete yet. So they don't actually know if there's going to be a connection there, this is a tough, you know, first impression they're having of Peter is that he's okay with just chasing his ex. And we don't even know if he's really here for this show at all or for any of us. So it's understandable that people like Natasha are very let down by this and turned off by this whole situation. And it's going to, I think it'll be interesting to see if this lingers into the coming weeks and people like realize sure. they don't more people don't like him you know how people you know a couple episodes in are like i'm just not feeling this and they leave yeah could there be more people than usual because of peter's actions in this for like five people leaving because they're like i, I don't know just nothing there with me and Pete. it's because I, you started off so poorly you mean like what happened with sydney on colton season yeah. and i feel like a few others probably you made a decent not decent great point there thank you for well you don't know what it is yet for all the speculation 
about what are these people here for the right reasons? The contestants, are they here for me? If you're the lead or are they here for something else? The lead has that same thing also, even more so with Peter. Are you, you might be thinking, does, does this person just want to be famous? Does this person, you know, uh, just want the, the 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 thrill ride of the bachelor, the paycheck, Ben Higgins and Colton, I think we're pretty good at constantly reassuring them genuinely that this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm looking for. This is why we're doing this. Peter is not good at that. He's like, listen, I got baggage. I don't know about this. (laughs) What's your name again? Just like constantly like being, you're right. I think there's going to be some that question if Peter's here for the right reasons, folks. Yeah. Anyway, nighttime group date. Um, Natasha pretty much acting like the surrogate for the viewers here. Yeah, all facts, just facts. Yeah. yeah. Peter shows up. I want to completely put this in the past. First of many similar statements. Jennifer Lawrence dot gif. Um, anything <laughs> else before we get to these one on one times? No, I don't think so. Alexa, Alexa, straight up says, "What are you thinking, Peter?" What were you thinking? It was too soon. She mentions it. It was too soon after your breakup to, you know, get into a situation like this with Hannah. You should have known that. He says, I think we got a little ahead of ourselves. What do, what do you mean? What did you do? <laughs> what, do you, what happened? That's what I would. He says things that the people should respond like, wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> Let me we call all boy. the other girls in here and let's figure out what <laughs> you tell just said. Tell them what you told me, tell, Peter. <laughs> tell them what you just told me, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Well, that escalated quickly. Got out of hand. Anyway. Alexa, right? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nat- I thought Natasha might seriously leave. She was the only one I thought. I did too. She was really might, upset. <laughs> might leave, which would have been fabulous if I she I mean, didn't. she doesn't like people wasting her time, messing with nope. her time. Playing and on her that's phone. understandable. No. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what do you make of their one-on-one time? It, when they got it, was when it was just them two, her tune changed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Peter handled it pretty well. I see you're frustrated. Kind of like a politician. He apologized. He apolog- yep. yep. He politicianed her, and it worked. He also then kind of turns it on her where he's talking about how she's she gets to the point and he likes that about her. So he turned it around. I, th- I think there's sure. there's there's a little something there. I don't know yet if she's going to be able to get, actually get past what he did, but uh, it seems like they're making way. Her her good quote was, you should figure out these feelings, but not at the expense of us. And that's pretty yeah. much it in a nutshell. Another thing. Peter said, I'm just going to note all these little things that Peter said that made me go, dude, why are you, why are you saying that (laughs) out loud? He goes, I'm sure you've had a relationship, Natasha, where it didn't work out and you wanted it so bad to work out and your heart wanted it and you held on again. Hmm. He's talking about Hannah. It's like, why are you saying you're still, he basically is like, anyway, I'm still still in love with Hannah. I still have a ton of feelings. (laughs) So it's hard. It's really hard for me because I obviously still love someone else and I'm ready to marry them. Anyway, Sydney one-on-one time. Sydney reminds him, hey, I left my life behind for this, Pete. We all left our lives behind and you're gallivanting around here with This isn't a game. What do you make of this uh, one-on-one time? good one-on-one time in my opinion it was good because she she touched on the 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 hannah stuff but she didn't dwell on it rim it wasn't the whole conversation they got into family stuff and some real conversations i thought that was a great move by sydney agreed they kissed good kiss good Good convo short Mm -hmm. 
on screen other than the beginning when Peter asked her where she's from and basically who she is. I thought it was a pretty good conversation. Agreed. That was a that was a burn, by the way. Peter I know. didn't know where she okay. He doesn't know. It's, that, that's a little, this is a recurring theme. That's not a joke. That's just something no. that he's struggling with right now in the series <laughs> is remembering women's names and where they're from and what they do and who they are. It's just something that we're going to have this to deal with actually right now. The, yeah, that's just what's going on in this episode. This is y'all's um, lead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm down right, with Peter come now. On, I'm Andy, down with Peter. I... <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. It had to be said. <laughs> McKenna is convinced that Peter is over Hannah. Peter apparently owes her a dance from night one, which they discussed. Yeah, I don't I remember know what that. that's from. Yeah. Um, but here's how he said. He's like, oh, that's right. You're the dancer. Obviously forgot again that he owed her the dance. <laughs> um, reminding himself who he is. The dancing thing went well, though, AB. They kiss, look into each other's eyes. The one-on-one times this date were brief. They were very brief. But they all ended up in makeouts. He lifted McKenna up on the on the table. That's two this season for those counting at home. Anything on McKenna? Did she stand out to you at all? Can we see? Are we going to see her in your power rankings? I like I like McKenna, uh, but we'll see about the power rankings. Before he gives out the group date, Rose apologizes profusely again. Just tour de force on this date from Peter. Sydney gets the rose. Which was kind of surprising. It was, but like I said, she didn't she didn't stick on the Hannah topic, and they got into some real conversations. It's, I think they got more in depth than we've seen from a lot of the the other contestants so far. And the, like, there just there wasn't much footage of Peter talking to people, so yeah. it yep. was mostly Hannah. They didn't have a daytime. I, he may have just flipped a coin or rolled it was a bad dice. day for these girls. Yeah, awful. Moving on to the cocktail hour, Peter strolls into the apology room um, and he says, <laughs> where he has to apologize again for talking to Hannah. Uh, exact quote here is, I'm sure many of you have heard by now, I'm still in love with Hannah, who was at the group date yesterday. We hung out alone for hours. That's why I wasn't there. Don't believe everything you hear. Get the facts from me. You all are fighting for second place. Direct Anything on that quote. portion? <laughs> nope, you hit it. <laughs> you hit it. He said, seeing Hannah for the second time this week in a private situation reminded him that he wants everlasting love. Another thing that you yeah. said that's like, what do you oh, mean? What do you mean? You, why does she remind you of why everlasting does, love? Why does, why does <laughs> Hannah remind you of everlasting love, Peter? He's just not, he's not going to instill confidence. Use your head. Use your head. Yeah, I mean, it could be a long season. Maybe this was just an off episode for him. He's, he's actually been bad at speeches so far and like toasts. He's really yeah. bad at toasts. He's actually tried to pass it off to other people on occasion. Like, yeah. which of you girls wants to give a toast? It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. Pete, you're the lead. What are you doing here? So we'll see where that heads. Like, sometimes they get better. Hannah obviously started off sure. pretty bad and was bad on her on when she was a contestant and got better. So maybe that could happen with Pete. For all the dumb things he said this episode, other times he was very, very good in one-on-one situations. So he's showing flashes of brilliance, kind of a shy Gilgis Alexander type, if you will. Lexi one-on-one time. Uh, 
Peter pretends he didn't remember her entrance, which fooled me because he doesn't remember much about anyone else. So uh, it was kind of a joke. He was like, oh, I do remember. And he gave her the car. It was pretty good. What did you make of that? It it got her mad. She's thinking, okay, this guy doesn't even know who I am. And then, ba-dow, the convertible, the red little convertible. Here you go. I remember you. You stood out to me. Let's go. And they shared a kiss. Lexi, red hair. I think the only redhead. Lone redhead. Yep. So, and she keeps getting pretty early roses. Lexi, I won't call her a sleeper, but keep an eye on her. How about that? I wonder if a redhead's ever won. I feel like we talk about, we talk about like different races having bad times on this show and bad numbers. Do redheads have it worse? Do redheads have it worse? Underrated, underrated group of people that isn't represented well in the exactly. Bachelor. Next up, Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey dominated the cocktail hour to my enjoyment, delight, I, delight. Yes. This was a great cocktail. <laughs> hour. I love this. I loved this. This was terrific storyline. Yeah. Now we're gonna break it all down as we do, but I want to say that last episode, I declared on behalf of both of us our full-throated support. For for Kelsey, mm-hmm. because she's Iowa from girl. Iowa. Yes. Yeah. I want to just plant that seed in your head, and I want to ask you if that has changed after this episode. Don't say anything. Okay. All right. This segment's called Kelsey Acting a Fool. So she has a bottle of champagne <laughs> that she brought from Des Moines for this special moment. Okay. On my first watch through, maybe I wasn't paying attention or something, but I thought she owned a wine company or something. Or, like, makes wine. Sure. And this was very special. First off the line, you know, Kelsey Champagne. Not just, like, a BYOB situation, which it turned out to be. I was confused by... She she said it had sentimental, you know, ties to her. And she I, rece- Listen, maybe it I does. I was confused. She was acting like it was, it was something, like... I don't know, like a dying relative gave to her yeah. on their deathbed if or that's something. The case, that's how she was acting. If that's the case, we apologize for everything we're about to say. But they didn't <laughs> exactly. tell us that. They didn't explain to us exactly where this... All I got was she went to hy and got a bottle of champagne in Des Moines and then brought it on The Bachelor. So it means a lot to her. She said she received it for her birthday and then just never had a time to use it. So she was waiting for a special moment it doesn't seem like that big a deal to me not that that big a deal champagne seems like okay no no that's like if you get invited to a dinner party on short notice you grab something you got sitting around that's what this was okay (laughs) so her her friends on the show the the people there telling her they were so excited for her because she had it all set up with a blanket by the outdoor mm-hmm. fire. It made me think they were almost in on it. They're like, oh, honey, can't wait till you and Peter do the Get champagne. your moment. Yes. So excited for you and your moment. Now, number one, I, I just want to say this off the bat. If you set up a champagne with a bucket of ice during a cocktail hour at Bachelor Mansion, and you leave it unattended, you deserve whatever happens to you. <laughs> that's that fair is, game. No, that's... You need that's at least like, without a sign. You can put a sign there, That's that'd be fine. But no sign, 
Anything goes with that Caution champagne. tape, velvet rope. Yeah, Someone's going to take it. You should know. You should know. It's like leaving your luggage unattended at the airport. You're just yeah. begging for something bad to happen. So first, McKenna took Peter to talk. Didn't interrupt anybody. Didn't interrupt Kelsey to do this. Nope. She just took Peter. This is where I started to get some negative vibes from Kelsey, which I hadn't had previously. Kelsey thought because she set up the champagne deal that... That took precedent over everything anyone else was doing on the night. It's it wasn't what you had set up is something that is done every single night on Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Every episode, someone sets up a champagne blanket situation. Yeah, just like right. candles, just like this. It doesn't. Yeah. This isn't a big deal. Like this does you you don't get first dibs just because you brought this champagne. With the caveat that this champagne was not made by her, you know, great grandpa a hundred years ago. And it had to be drank and within the next thirty minutes yeah. or something. This is not a big No big deal. deal. This is no different than goose on the daybeds in paradise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now she is upset that McKenna had time the night before and now she's talking to him again and in the intervening time i haven't had my time with peter right now in my opinion the statute of limitations of mckenna's one-on-one time expired okay once the sun comes back up whatever happened yesterday in terms of one-on-one time is irrelevant it's you're starting new in the cocktail hour there's rules we always talk about the rules and the rules just like you said Talking to him two times in one night, sure. Or if you already have a rose, yes. Talking to him before all the other ladies, that's a big deal. But McKenna doesn't have a rose. She doesn't have any. That's the next day. She wants to talk to the guy she's feeling, and no big deal here. There's no rule nope, no broken deal. by McKenna. Nope. According to the Rimini B Bachelor bylaws, <laughs> she is in full book. compliance. <laughs> yeah, I will happily do that. Actually, um, so then she spends after McKenna's finished instead of. Number one, she could have stolen Peter. It's not like she lacks the gall to do that. She could have stolen Peter from yeah. McKenna easily. But McKenna comes back, and then she confronts McKenna in front of everyone. And this is when we kind of saw the tide turning mm-hmm. from the other contestants on the show. They were kind of like, whoa. So Kelsey's, during this conversation, said her piece, and then McKenna defended herself accurately, and Kelsey was sipping wine and hard rolling her eyes, looking at everybody yeah. like, can you believe McKenna? On behalf of everyone here, McKenna, you're being crazy. And everyone's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems fine. Um, and then she said, you disrespected me. Yeah, disrespect. The word disrespected, disrespect is getting t- tossed around way too yeah. loosely by Kelsey this episode. <laughs> yeah. How in the world did she specifically disrespect you she didn't didn't interrupt her nope and that's really it that's, that's kind of the only thing you can do <laughs> yeah uh madison one-on-one time okay so that's where we're at with kelsey right now she, she also does, hold up yeah. kelsey also says about mckenna who none of us have any issues with she seems like a sweetheart do sure. i think uh mckenna's a snake well, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. like, what are you talking animal. about? She seems really nice. <laughs> I can even understand we that about a good cocktail hour. Yeah. Like Hannah Ann had her beef the first week, where I could see people calling her a snake. Of course, There's no McKenna beef at this point. This is the only thing she's done is talk to him, talk to the guys they're all competing for one time. 
if we're doing snake power rankings, McKenna's not on them. There's not many people that could be on them, but she's not on them. Madison one on one time. She doesn't. This was kind of weird, AB. Yeah, I, a lot of giggling. They were giggling a lot. I mean, was not she a lot high? of conversation. It was straight. She didn't talk a lot. And she just laughed at things that weren't jokes. That it's was interesting. You say it. that about uh, being high because that actually ties allegedly. Into, that's a joke, by the way. I'm not I know. implying. No, that's allegedly. But there, for the um, record, that ties in with one of my two bachelor headlines of the week. Ooh, drugs. Very interesting. Yeah. So she's not really talking. She's just laughing. And Peter says, giggling, yeah. you fit in great with the family. I'm just, I I think it would be really funny if people like went off to the side during a cocktail hour and like smoked a joint. That would be funny to me. I wish they would show that on TV. Well, stay he tuned. Gave, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's why I'm excited. Stay tuned. Um, Peter says, you fit in great with the family. And then, in what I deem to be an appalling move... Gave her a framed photo <laughs> of her with him and his family yeah. wrapped. You can't do that, AB. There's 23 people It's left. one of those situations. <laughs> you see Maddie walking back in with that framed picture. Pack your stuff up if you're one of the people that hasn't talked to him much. Pack your stuff up. Do you? I don't think we saw this, but do you think the other people know that she met his her date, the details of her date? I think they talk about it. I don't think there's a lot to do, so I assume some yeah. of the people know at least that but she we went... haven't seen it on screen. So no, I, we haven't. Yeah. And then they nuzzle, and he makes this. He makes a noise like this. I'm gonna try to recreate it. He goes like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, that's a boyfriend nuzzling noise. Yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> he doesn't do that I'm with so anybody happy. else. That's an I'm so happy <laughs> noise yeah. there. I could stay here for the rest of my life. Yeah. Noise. <laughs> It's so comfortable. It's just me and you, babe. That's what that noise was. So I think that was outrageous. <laughs> I think that was an outrageous one. I've been time. saying all along. I think she's a front runner, Rim, and nothing we saw here changes that. I don't think so either. I mean, she didn't do anything. She didn't do anything or say anything, but she's a front runner. Now, before we get to the craziest part, how about this? Let's take a break. Good break, Ooh. because it's right in the middle of That's the juiciest part of the episode. You so gotta we'll be come right back. back in a minute. <laughs> you have to come back. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Kelsey, she's back. The Texas tornado. She's from Iowa. Um, 
<laughs> they did up her makeup again after she was crying. So she's ready for the sh- Okay, she's settled down. She's finally ready for the champagne. Whatever we think of the value of this champagne and the importance of this setup, she is... She cares. She really, really obviously cares. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things probably in her head where she's built it up for so long that it's become this big deal when really it never was a big deal and isn't a big deal. In one of the great sequences in recent Bachelor Mansion cocktail hour history, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here, Alex. No, that's facts. Hannah Ann brings Peter over to the champagne setup. Hannah Ann, the perfect contestant to do this because she's obviously a front runner and has kind of a she's got a little, little bit of an "I'm better than you" vibe. Yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> she does, and she's already ruffled some feathers here, Rim, sure. in the house. So it's the perfect person. They're over at the same champagne setup. Hannah is basically like, "Oh, what do we have here?" How about this? <laughs> well, Peter and Peter and Hannah walk up and like, "Oh, she's champagne. Oh, oh, this is cool." They shake the bottle. <laughs> they shook the bottle violently. Shook it. Pop it. Pop. <laughs> Cheer. Hey, happy New Year. <laughs> Kelsey hears them while she's talking to everyone Here's else. The pop. Great sound editing on yeah. the show. You could hear like. Like the, you know, in the distance, yeah. Kelsey stomps over there, furious. She says, Excuse me? And then walks away and cries. Okay. Peter checks on her. She's crying in the bathroom. He has no idea why. Tammy then tells Hannah Ann about the importance of the bottle. And Hannah Ann is like, Oh, I obviously had no. She seems to genuinely not know what is going on here. You believed Hannah Ann. I believed Hannah Ann based on her initial reaction. Also, I don't really get what she would gain from doing this. There just doesn't seem like a motive for her to steal this champagne situation. Detective AB. And not to mention, we haven't mentioned this yet. She had her own champagne situation. I think I think what happened here was Hannah had the producer set up this champagne situation for her to do. And then she walked up on the champagne. She didn't know. I don't think she set it up. So there was a second champagne uh, situation going on, like uh, 10 feet away from the from what In a Kelsey set up. of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm sure the producer set up. So Hannah didn't know where her champagne. She's told the producer, go set up the champagne for me. I'm going to bring him over there. Producers, knowing Kelsey had the champagne set up, obviously obliged to that request, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then set it on, set it into a situ- into a place where she wouldn't see it right away, but they knew she'd see Kelsey's. So this was this was producer driven. Uh, I don't think Kelsey knew it or Hannah knew it all, and she just walked upon the champagne that she thought was set up for her. No big deal. So what part. you just described is pretty much what happened. There were two champagne setups, as we'll find out later. Which is better than walking up on a champagne setup that you had nothing to do with. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's and why just I doing th- that, which is what the viewer thought for a while. Yeah, for a while we thought Hannah, okay, Hannah walked up on this random champagne situation and drank it. That's kind of messed up. If you didn't have anything to do with that, of course. it could be someone else's. We found out later that she was also doing a champagne thing, which I think completely exonerates her from any wrongdoing here, Rim. <laughs> Okay. I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think People she don't like any... Ann, but like facts are facts. Facts she are facts. She had a champagne situation where I don't think she knew where it was because she told the producers 
And then she walked up on a champagne situation that she thought was hers. Now, even if in the if there's only one champagne situation, okay, <laughs> champagne shit situation is the name of this yeah, episode. Maybe. Obviously, well, that stinks because I was gonna name it Champagne Supernova. Oh, <laughs> that's good too. But if there's only one, then you ask. That's what I would do. Yeah, if there's one, go, you go ask. Can, can, I have that, can we do the champagne over there? Let me get that champagne. <laughs> yeah, and, champagne. And I wouldn't put it past the producers to be like, "Yeah, you're good. You're <laughs> you good. Can yeah, go pop that bottle over there." <laughs> anyway, so Kelsey comes back. Kelsey comes back like a like a typhoon, bat out of hell is what I bat wrote. Bat out of hell is a better way to say it. Accusing Hannah Ann of knowing about their bottle, she goes, "It's not okay what you did." Then Kelsey and Peter went off to a different area, and while Kelsey is crying, she knocks over a different champagne bottle setup. Yeah, which was set up uh, on a stand, so she like bumps it with her side or something like that. Now, I was confused as to whether or not this was the bottle Kelsey bought no it wasn't i know she set up the one by the fire but maybe they did the old no no, no, no because no. if it was really important to kelsey the producers wouldn't be like yeah go pop that one i mean that wasn't her champagne bottle rim okay i just wanted to, i just wanted to ask i didn't no. know i was confused no. I was watching the tigers okay <laughs> then peter asks <laughs> if she wants to drink from the bottle so at this point we're like oh kelsey looks pretty silly here there's two champagnes obviously this was yeah. at the very worst this was a mix-up a mix-up it's a mix-up and then uh kelsey goes yeah i'll drink she's fine now she goes yeah i'll drink from the the bottle i'm not a classy bitch all the time to this point has not been very classy <laughs> <laughs> and then she drinks it from the bottle and it explodes in her face never seen anything like it um, I have. Every time someone has ever tried to drink a carbonated beverage from a glass bottle, that happens. That's just what... Does it, it though? If you put your mouth, if you wrap your mouth would... around it and the air has nowhere to go... I... Physics hour with Here's Rim the and thing. AB, what do you think? F- fun fact about Rim and AB, we went through a champagne phase. Okay? <laughs> That's true. We, we really did. We went through a champagne phase. <laughs> Me and no you reason. went through just, a champagne phase for champagne no reason. <laughs> we bought cheap champagne at any bar we'd go that. to, and we'd act like, I don't... Uh, we acted like we were superstars or something in the, yeah. in, in these small Iowa bars. Yeah, we'd buy these thirty dollars bottle service, and we'd act like we were part of an entourage or something. And <laughs> we I don't would, go that far. I resent that. Comment. We would it drink was for Rick the Ross champagne. Would rap about rosé, so we did it. That's true. The rosé yeah. boys. <laughs> <laughs> we would drink the champagne bottles turned up. It never happened to me. Never once. Well, then hundreds you got- of bottles of champagne. We were really into champagne. It's been folks. a while. We're old now, but you you go like this, and then you like let it down slowly. You let the air out slowly. There's there's a way to do so it. So she was just not d- drinking properly. She's obviously never done it before. Okay, I've just never seen. That's never happened to me. I just I, it happens with pops. I don't know. I don't. Little note about rim. Don't drink pop. So I don't even know how carbonated <laughs> beverages act anymore. It's been too long. I mean, it didn't just f- foam up on her. It exploded in her face like it was a prank. Like it was a gag <laughs> champagne bottle. That's what I'm just confused about. Like I could see it blo- g- coming up a little bit, getting you. It exploded yeah. in her face. <laughs> yeah. I would like to know if it was a gag bottle. In any event, it was a hilarious <laughs> capper to... A great cocktail hour, which isn't quite over because they have to have a confrontation, Hannah Ann and Kelsey. Wouldn't that be something if Hannah Ann had set up a gag bottle for Kelsey God, after that would be drinking great. her bottle? I mean, obviously that's not what happened, but that would be something else. 
there need to be more pranks played on <laughs> yeah, I, I contestants. Agree. I agree. Like the old put the Contestant shoe on top of the door and the frame so it hits your head when you walk in the... <laughs> Let's talk quickly about this confrontation because I want to know how you feel about it. Hannah Ann walks over to Kelsey. Kelsey says, keeps her at bay and goes, you know what you did, pointing, hand up. Hannah Ann apologizes. Aggressive. Aggressive. Hannah Ann, well, she just, she just had champagne blasted in her face. She's all <laughs> yeah, out of sorts. Hannah Ann apologizes, not necessarily for what she did, but for the mix-up. Just that I apologize that you're feeling this way. Like, yeah, I didn't... Very calm. Both Hannah Ann and... Um, I think it was Hannah Ann both times. Approaches yeah, conflict yep. in a way that probably turns people off, but it's inarguable that she's calm when it's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Kelsey says, you never apologized after she just apologized. And then Hannah Ann walks away. Again, rudely. I mean... Uh, she was calm, but she's also she says it in a way where you're she's calm and that makes you more mad. Yeah, because yeah, of, and that's her that's her purpose. The also. tone that's the and that's her purpose. It. Yeah, it's not. This is by design. She, yes. The way she's talking, uh, it's a little like talk down to you yep. while yep. staying yep. calm. And the more calm she is, and she knows this, the more calm she is, the more upset you're going to get. That's how she handles these, these arguments. And she always comes out on top because. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. No matter what you think about planned. that strategy, she knows it's what pretty she's effective. <laughs> yeah. Even Tammy, who tried to help Kelsey early on and kind of played middleman problem solver yeah. throughout the conflict, turns hard on Kelsey <laughs> and is like, all right, you know, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Kelsey's being ridiculous. Yeah. So what do you, what do you make of the, what are your takeaways from this hilarious exchange? And, did it change how you view Kelsey or Hannah Ann? It it changed Kelsey in particular. Seems like a little bit of too much of a loose cannon for me. If she wasn't <laughs> from Iowa, I would completely have washed my hands of her. Uh, I renounce. I hereby renounce. I don't. I don't think it's going to get better. I'm still in support of Kelsey. Uh, strict. I want to point out strictly because she's from Iowa. No she other reason. To be born and but grow she's up. interesting. Yeah, just uh, only because of that. She's from <laughs> Des Moines too, right next to where I live. Uh, yep. I got to stick with her a little longer, but she's on thin ice. Okay, that's a fair assessment. That's a good assessment. And that's Hannah fair. Ann, I think she's just continuing her villain without necessarily leaning that hard into villain. I don't know who else it's gonna be. Uh, it seems like she's going to create some enemies. She, I mean, it always seems to be her. I'll just put it that way. Like, we are on her side in general, but stuff keeps happening. It's been two episodes, and she's been in two confrontations, neither of which I necessarily think she was too much in the, of, in the wrong. But if she just keeps coming up in these situations, you start to wonder, why is Hannah Ann keep getting in these arguments? So I, I got my eyes on her, too. There's definitely uh, like a teen comedy care movie character that she is like in that <laughs> she's and I don't know which one. So I'm gonna have to do my research. OK, but it, she's not totally two faced necessarily, but her meanness is like very kind, like you yeah. said, and that just makes him more angry. So she's not like awful to everyone. And then nice to Peter. She's just got to. An air about her that will naturally create enemies. Anyway, moving on to the rose ceremony quickly. The group date roses. You'll remember Kelly from episode one. Sydney, the mini Kelly, surprise. No, from no time this episode from Kelly. Zero. Almost Zero. none. I didn't see her one time. 
there was a moment where she was kind of smirking at Kelsey's <laughs> crying. <laughs> so Sydney surprise from this episode. And then the one-on-one Madison. Here's the Rose order. And if it fits into any narratives you have, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna, Victoria P, Natasha, Jasmine. The, the Rose order rim, as I've always said, doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I want to pause and say, I hereby declare Jasmine my sleeper of the season. A true sleeper. Someone with almost no screen time. She, I think, is my pick to go from nothing to something. That'd be something. McKenna's not a sleeper. They like Jasmine hasn't kissed. She hasn't. I don't think we've seen any one-on-one time with him. Not significant. Jasmine. She seems normal, and I think she's going. Keep an eye on Jasmine. Okay. Sarah, Lexi, Hannah, Ann, deep in the order. Alexa, Tammy, Alia, smooth, Deandra, Victoria F, Sheehan. And Kiara, I pronounced both of those names incorrectly last episode. Um, Sheehan and Kiara, Savannah and Kelsey gets the last rose. And if you were on the fence about Kelsey, this moment should have been a deal breaker. Oh, it was, Rim. Okay. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> God, you was. always do me last. As we have said before, that is I unacceptable behavior for the last rose. I abs- I would yank the rose away if someone did that and I was giving out the last rose. How about thank you for oh, the rose? No, and also, number one, we got receipts. You weren't last first episode. She was not last. No. Okay? She wasn't last. So I don't even know where this is coming from. There's only been two also. So it's not like you've been the last five times here. Uh, that that turned me off to her. Have a, just a little bit of respect yeah. for the three people who didn't get who, roses. Yeah, didn't get roses. Exactly. Courtney, Peyton, and Lauren. Yeah, power suit. Power suit Lauren. Gone. Did not get roses. A little surprised by Lauren. Uh, didn't, this is a part of the season where I still don't know everyone's name, so I, I didn't know half the people that got roses. Uh, so I was a little surprised by Lauren. Half is an exaggeration. You know half is an exaggeration, but there's still, there's still yeah. people that haven't got any screen time at this point. I, w- I would say I was a little surprised by Lauren just because of the power suit mostly. She seems really quiet, so I don't know if they're making any just didn't stand progress. Out. Yeah. And then Peter offers to let Kelsey give a toast, like you mentioned earlier. Kelsey declines, which well, was his, a poor move. His first cheers, he goes, cheers to love. And then he's like, wait a second, who, who else wants, who wants to, to give, give a, a toast? <laughs> cheers to love. That's what he said, to love. That's Peter that's is sneaky worse with? at giving toast than Hannah. B. Yeah. Yep. Kelsey declines to give the toast, which was a horrible mistake. You know what's going to happen if you don't give the toast. Hannah Ann's going to do it. Instead, yep. she was like, I'm too angry to give a toast right now. <laughs> and then Hannah Ann does a little toast, and yep. that was it. And that goes in her stat sheet. Okay, the next day, group date card. Alexa, McKenna, Natasha, Deandra, Lexi, Victoria F., Kelsey, Hannah, Ann. Time to let your personality shine. And Victoria F. says she's meek and shy. will probably get lost in the crowd. This is part of the problem. This whole episode is part of the problem with getting off track on rose ceremonies because you start getting confused. Like 
I started thinking back to the f- first episode on who had roses already. No one had a rose at this point. It was clean. I'm like, I just saw Hannah on a date. Why is she on another date? I just, it confuses oh, me you, oh, when everything's so packed together now. Because they just did a group date and then they did a really short rose ceremony. And then Hannah Ann's on another date. And I'm like, wait, why is Hannah Ann on the second date in this episode? But it's a whole new week. Okay. Yeah. They're on it's, week. It's basically a new episode. It's a new episode for at all this intents point, and purposes. But it's yeah. hard to keep track of that stuff when you've messed up the timeline. And I really hope they get it back. I I hate it. I hate it. There's I hate no it. nothing good comes from not no. ending on a rose ceremony. In particular, brackets get all messed up. Yeah. People don't know what's going on. It's just it's too it's tough. Stop stop being cute. You know you know get what us the on game track is. here. <laughs> yeah, put the rose ceremonies at the end of the episode. I'm tired of it. I have to do this rant every year. <laughs> Group date, daytime. Uh, this date takes place at a Revolve store, which is apparently a brand well... I am certain you don't know this brand. I have to think there's no way you know this brand. Mm-mm. I've seen it tagged on Instagram posts. That's my exposure to it. So that kind of tells you what kind of what kind of brand they are. They're well known with working with influencers probably a ton of bachelor people yeah um that this point in the season we'll probably see occupations start to disappear from the name (laughs) yeah chirons at the bottom of the screen and you know they're basically at this point they're like all right who are we really kidding these girls are gonna be instagram influencers it'll be interesting to see if bachelor ever really leans into why don't they put the instagram handles on these girls (laughs) under their names i don't no, that actually makes a billion yeah. points of sense. <laughs> I know, <laughs> makes it's weird. Sense. Yeah. Um, Carson Kressley, the OG JVN for Queer Eye fans. AB, you know who that is? I didn't know who he was. I didn't ever watch uh, Queer Eye uh, until the new version Janice, of it. Well, he's big. He was, yeah, he was sounds JVN like 20 years ago. Okay. Janice Dickinson. Famous supermodel and the chief brand officer of Revolve, so they can sign the contracts there right on site. Just get everybody signed up for the, influencing. Yeah. The first supermodel, they said. The very first. Yeah. yeah. She's been on like VH1 stuff. Okay. Um, the date is a fashion show. They model Revolve, and the winner gets the whole closet, which they imply is twenty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> this seems like a huge prize, AB. What do it's, you make of this? The prize incredible. I, I cannot believe they gave this is this is what was up for grabs. It's one of the best prizes I can remember, if not the best. Yeah, that's a lot of maybe not in sheer dollar amount because I, if you remember, Becca got to take home a bunch well, of yeah, stuff from Ari, and someone got like a really expensive watch, maybe. Maybe That's Nick? right. Rachel and Brian. Or Brian, Oh, I yeah. remember being very upset about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> there there's been some other expensive gifts, but we're talking a complete wardrobe overhaul Yeah, by winning this. It changes your life. Yeah, I mean, I'd break somebody's arm for, like, the yeah. Banana Republic collection. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. This is a big deal. While they're browsing the store, they focus on Victoria F's nervousness, mm-hmm. terror, at the thought of walking the runway. Did you buy this, AB, on the first watch? Did you buy it in yes. the moment? Or cynical view, was this for attention? What do you think? No, I bought it because I remembered her being shy from the first episode, too. So I didn't think it was just an act. I thought she was actually nervous. I really did. I tend to agree with you, but it was always in the back of my head. Like, how shy can you be 
if you tell that dirty joke is your limo entrance. I, mean, I just that kind of thing was like that doesn't seem like a sh- something a shy person would. I mean, in come ge- up with or agree to. That's true. And in general, just being on the Bachelor Bachelorette, I don't think you're gonna see a lot of shy people going through the whole interview process. Yeah, you know, signing up to begin with, and then do going through all the. I, I'm sure it's a lengthy process to get on this show. Uh, that in, wouldn't you're in be rooms comfortable with a lot of people. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be comfortable for someone that would be shy. So, yeah, I don't buy that she's necessarily that shy. But I, I didn't think of. I, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, that she was making it up. Your point is interesting. These are probably the alphas of their friend groups. Yeah, exactly. These are not the meek people of their friend groups in general. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, they're all doing the. They're all searching for what clothes to model in the store. A lot of Revolve branding. This was a big high dollar oh, yeah, they uh, product placement for mm-hmm. Revolve. Peter comes out when it's runway time. He comes out and models what I would describe as first day of middle school, 1997 chic. <laughs> I don't know if you had an opinion. He had a he had a camo jacket that was way too big, sweatpant style hood attached, light light denim, light blue denim button down, all unbuttoned. Maroon, t- just total mismatch. It looked, tra- t-shirt. It looked like trash. Let's just call it what I it was. Go that far. I can't go that far <laughs> because one of our only family photos that we had professionally done when I was probably seven or eight years years old, f- whole family, white background, denim, all denim, all denim. <laughs> that's it's a, a cl- it's an that's iconic a classic. That's a classic photo. picture. It's a gr- it's unbelievable. All w- light <laughs> denim. <laughs> And I think my parents both had white turtlenecks on underneath. I mean, it's one of those photos that would go like viral on some like oh, ridiculous yeah. family photos account. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Hannah Ann wore a wedding gown for her walk wow. and then tossed the veil to Peter. What'd you make of that move? I'm talking about peacocking rim. <laughs> yeah. Really standing out. <laughs> it's wearing a wedding dress. Big time move. And I loved it. I, did, it's, I was kind of surprised that Revolve had... Like wedding, wedding dress? dresses yeah. on the racks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> those are specialty. That's bizarre. <laughs> um, Victoria F, the nervous one. This whole build up to Victoria F being scared to do this, she got on the runway and was like by far the most comfortable on the runway of any of us. She absolutely crushed it. She popped the hips. You immediately, She's winking at Peter when she stepped out. You okay? Okay, I got duped. I got <laughs> I got tricked here. She, she's into modeling. That's how good she was at it. It seemed like she was you, into it, modeling. It, it's a good point. It's almost as if she's modeled before. Has she? Stick a pin in that, A.B. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, the evening wear portion, Kelsey brings a bottle of champagne, which is probably just as valuable as the one she had originally, just mm-hmm. a regular mm-hmm. bottle of champagne. Probably more. Yep. Um, Victoria F. comes out in... Basically, basically a teddy and a nightgown, uh, yep. borderline not safe for work. It was <laughs> they definitely would have. Maybe they've set up the whole uh, these episodes so that they could show that in the second hour second of the show. Because I don't think yeah. you can show what she was wearing <laughs> in the first hour, and then she makes out with Peter. Great makeout, two for two for Victoria great. F. Confidence, she was killing it. She was killing it. Outfits were on point. Uh, confidence was there. there all, everything she did from the wink 
to the you know she she did the little motion of come here with her with her finger she even given the Ooh. come here finger oh the single finger yeah the single finger come here and wow. then pulls him in close kisses him makes first make out for that i think i i'm not Probably, sure about yeah. that but i i assume that's their first make out big time moves by her it was the ratio of quality of performance to fear of quality of performance i don't you know what i'm saying it was yeah. big yeah big ratio uh, Victoria and Hannah Ann are chosen as the finalists. They do a showdown walk off in the same dress, apples to apples. Uh, basically a beauty contest when you put them in the same <laughs> I dress. I was going to say, I, I don't even understand what they're basing this on anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Well, you know, this just how you know whatever Janice Dickson, Dickinson said. You know, style, vigor, yeah. whatever. Um, Hannah Ann, what they both walk at the same exact time, which is going to lead to problems. It's like the old. You know, three stooges can't fit through the door situation. Well, it's also going to show you on who's the alpha because they're going to step forward yep. and be the the center of attention here. And it was Hannah. It was Hannah Ann. Flipped her dress kind of in front of Victoria F. Popping the hips. Just a reminder, Rem, Hannah Ann, it was a beauty contestant. Pa- Actual model. Uh, yeah, She was a pageant girl. So uh, she's used to this type of stuff. This is this is second nature. You know, um, I was cruising through Hannah Ann's Instagram. You don't have to go that far back to find photos with Hannah G. I saw something about that online when I was looking for uh, headlines Before of the week. Hannah last G week. was on the show. Yeah. So, so th- there was an article that was like five things to know about Hannah Ann. I clicked it, obviously, and then I, one of the I things have time <laughs> to read about five things. <laughs> just five things. Let me let me yeah. get the lowdown on her. Quick, uh, give me the quick ones. Yeah. And one of them was that she's friends with Hannah G. So interesting. It's a it's a Tia and Raven situation. They're just literally pulling prospects from the same, same talent groups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, same friend group. Can you imagine if you get on and then one of your friends also gets on? It's that wild. Would be weird. That would be weird. Something's fishy is going on here, AB, <laughs> yeah. okay? Anyway, and because of all that, oh, she also lingered. Hannah Ann lingered extra while Victoria F was like, all right, well, she's going to, you know, yeah, own me in this. I'm just going to walk out of here. Hannah Ann, like, I think she started to walk back and then turned around again and was like, let me eat this up. Yeah. She ate it up. <laughs> sure and did. because of that, she won. She won. She earned it. All the bags. She, she had, I don't know, 30 bags of chock full of clothes. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> incredible prize. One would think that finishing second, given her nervousness before, would be a moral victory You'd think for so. Victoria F. Overcoming her biggest fear? Great walks down the runway. She showed out. Good for you. You you stepped out of your comfort zone and accomplished something great, which is finishing second to Hannah Ann in a modeling contest. But that's not the case, AB. No. What did you make of Victoria F's reaction after losing? I thought the same thing you just mentioned there. So she should have been she should have been grateful to get second. But I think the issue here was the prize rim. Once she got really? second. And you're that close to a wardrobe in $20,000 worth of clothes? That shit's going to hurt when you lose. It's going to oh. hurt really bad. So I, I take it as she was just salty about losing that and is not a great loser. Okay? I'm on your side. You convinced me. Because, you know, she probably either got nothing or like a she 20% got, yeah. off discount code. She, like not. I mean, that's a huge drop off from first place to second place. She was basic, she's first loser, but she gets nothing. And she was that close 
to having a life-changing amount of new clothes, <laughs> <Life> okay? <laughs> like I would be I'd really? be pretty salty too. I would okay, you're right. I I would as well. Nighttime portion. Um Victoria is reeling from her she still all hurt, she's been she's thinking still about thinking about them bags. <laughs> she's just thinking about her closet, her regular ass closet. Yeah, there's no no revolve in there. No, and oh. During her one on t- one time with Peter, she's quiet, even though he's like, "Hey, wow, you killed it out there." I'm so you know, I'm surprised, happy for you. And then she kind of goes into the, "I don't think I'm made out for this." She kind of brushes him off too. Yeah, she says, "I don't, I don't know if it's worth my mental health, essentially, to be on the show." What do you make of this one on one time, maybe, and what happened next? Peter pulls a great move by you know getting up with her let's get away from the cameras a little bit he knows in the back of his head that he's not (laughs) getting away from the cameras (laughs) they just walk a little bit and they're both mic'd so there's no he's like we let's get some privacy here good move by peter quick interruption yeah i saw a interview with chris harrison done by lauren zima his significant other that aired a couple weeks ago we posted it somebody sent it to us on twitter he says they're never mic'd. There's never mics on them. Really? It's all boom mics, which I kind of don't. I don't believe, believe it. Yeah, but I've, you heard everything. The point is, you could hear everything they were saying, everything. and they're in full view of cameras. I guess you don't see mics in in all other reality shows. Like they'll have it on their back or. Uh, you know, tied you can see up. it on their dresses. You know, there's not a lot of place to hide a mic. You know what I mean? They must not. I guess I. Now that you say that, I don't remember ever seeing a mic attached to someone. So, but that being said, you know, if you're in the same building, yeah, you're mic'd. You. Like they yeah. they have mics all over. There's he no also said you can they go. don't hide mics anywhere. I mean, he could I be mean, a liar. He could be I a mean, liar. I just, that one, I cannot believe. It says it's all That's, mics. No, like no, no, no. There's no way there's not hidden mics all over them, these buildings. There's no way. No way. I know. It wouldn't be fun if there weren't, No, frankly. and they'd miss stuff. Be, it yeah. wouldn't be smart if they weren't. All right, back to what happened. Back to what happened. That was just a little side. Peter takes her away. Peter seems to be into it. Uh, he seems to be really into her um, and her shyness. And I think he's going to see this as like a, you know, a chase to try to get her, get get her, her out of her shell. Yeah, come out of her shell a little bit. It's endearing. As a viewer, I thought it was endearing. I did Especially too. the first watch. Second watch, I was... Um, Skeptical? Slightly different view. I was... <laughs> I started to not... I started to question... Which one? I started to think it was more of a strategy. and it, For her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was an attention-seeking and a very effective attention-seeking strategy. I mean, how she was walking down the runway doesn't seem timid. It didn't. (laughs) No, that was not a timid. No, so I can buy that. And what she was wearing, frankly, was not a timid outfit. (laughs) She was owning it. Kelsey one on one time. More champagne. I think they should probably just stop with the champagne. It's clear <laughs> neither of them know how to manage drinking it safely, opening it. Too much risk there. Yep. Hannah Ann, with everyone else, is still frustrated by how it went with Kelsey the night before. Kelsey tells, after a one-on-one time with Peter, she tells the other girls she feels secure where their relationship is at. Bold statement. She walks up real smug after her time with Peter and... Yeah. 
you know, r- kind of rubs it in some people's faces a little bit about how she's, how it's going so well and she feels so good about it. And I don't, I didn't like it. Kelsey's starting to turn into a villain here. Did she kiss Peter? I didn't, I don't recall seeing that. I don't, rem- I don't, re- I didn't have anything about that. No. Hannah Ann, when Kelsey comes back, she's like, listen, I'm gonna, I gotta go tell Peter what's really going on with yeah. Kelsey. She's being mean to me. I don't feel comfortable. That kind of thing. She's still wearing the dress from the fashion show finals, which if you want to talk about stunting on people. I noticed that. Yeah. Her winning dress. your trophy. Yeah. <laughs> she might as well have walked in with all the bags. Yeah. Exactly. Just set them down around the table. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, Hannah Ann tells Peter she was up all last night crying. Hmm. And then Hannah Ann says she felt bullied, which you say the B word on this show now. The lead's like, I'm going to go figure this out. (laughs) We got to handle this right now. Which is exactly what what Peter did. Um, They kiss. Peter nuzzles and says he really, really likes her. The way he acts around Hannah Ann and Madison, obviously, is different even from the other front runners. I agree. I think those two have an easy ticket to hometowns, Rim. Whoa. Straight there. It's early. Express lane ticket to hometown. Like when you get the community chest and it goes, go to the railroad and whatever. What's the thing where you get the (laughs) thing? You ever play Monopoly? You go straight to jail sometimes and then sometimes you go straight to the railroad. Sometimes you go. Yeah, it's straight. It's got to be. There's a straight to the railroad one. I'm confident. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you pass go and you get the money. Yeah. And you're straight there. She's going straight there. (laughs) Monopoly. She's going straight there. Interesting. Hannah Ann and Madison locked. Well, that's going to make your power or your power rankings boring. Yeah. If that's the hey. case. But maybe it's not. Stay tuned. Anyway, they kiss. It's good. Uh, but Peter's got to go figure this out. First, he's got to give away the group date rose. Not Hannah Ann. Victoria F. I think she, I think there's something there. Give me your take on what where it's at with Victoria I, F and Peter. I just think there's so many different personalities and types of people in the house having that one shy person and who knows if it's you know if if she made all this up and she's not like this at all but this is what she's going for uh either way so having that one shy person that he has to kind of chase and nudge along it's interesting for it's him. very it's interesting it's, yes it's intriguing and it's uh it's something that i think he's gonna always be chasing after yes she may be behind in terms of how they interact compared to others. She'll always be on throughout his mind. the season, but there's always like the the potential. Yeah. What could be like like uh, like a Giannis, you know, young Giannis, the prospect. <laughs> <laughs> Peter takes Kelsey aside after this. A very rare post group date rose confrontation. Usually they go before I give out the rose. Got to hash this out. Yeah. But he's just like, well, he wasn't giving somebody not. He wasn't given a yeah, exactly. He wasn't given the rose to either of them, so he didn't need to worry about it then. He didn't need to determine who was right or wrong. This was quite, I'd say, frustrating to watch. Hannah, this is what Peter says to Kelsey. Hannah Ann says you're bullying her. You called her a bitch. You called her a princess. You called her fake. If that's the case, that's not okay with me. And she did all those things just to... Uh, I ran the tape back, Alex, and she did indeed say those <laughs> words. <laughs> For the listeners out there, just to be clear, she did say all those things. I remember yeah. her in particular calling her a bitch behind her yep. back as she's walking away. Okay? Yes. B- yes. But loud well, enough, I, no. she, she said it loud enough she could hear her. 
I think she said it and they bleeped it out. And then she also said it when she was walking away. (laughs) She said, uh, perfect. Wow. Like when she called her a pretty princess, perfect. It bleeped. I don't know what word that could have been. Yeah. It had to have been a noun. Absolutely. (laughs) And you list all the nouns that you could bleep out. And that's like the one on the top of the list on this show. So Kelsey takes a position. I had no problem with her until she did what she did. She knew what she did. She keeps repeating this Here's unprovable the, thing. Exactly. Why was she so stuck in the mud? So She's holding so strong to this idea that Hannah Ann knew based on no... Like, I watched the tape too. Hannah wasn't there when they were talking about it. When there was a group of girls talking about the champagne bottle, Hannah Ann was not sitting there. They talked about it a couple times. She wasn't in the frame for either of those. What made her think for sure that she knew about this bottle. And even when they're having the conversation, when Kelsey and Hannah Ann have their one-on-one conversation, Hannah's like, me and you haven't really talked. Like, we don't have a relationship. So I don't know why she was so set in stone that that Hannah Ann knew. And And she is refusing to back off from that idea. You know, certainly she has every right to be upset if it was an accident. Like, you can still be like... Yeah, mad about that. But I think she, A, doesn't like Hannah Ann for whatever reason. There are probably many I mean, this reasons is carrying that we've seen on the show. Multiple days now. Like, why are you still yeah. this upset? In of even if you do think she knew, she said she didn't. What else is there to do? Like, what else is there to? I think she sees an opportunity to take down a top dog. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to leapfrog a top dog. If yeah. you could possibly. So if you're like you know eighth, and then she's number two. And you have a conflict. There's an eight-two conflict. Not only would you knock the two down if you win the conflict, but theoretically you could replace the two. So that's a big leap that Kelsey's trying to make here. I think it's failing hilariously and spectacularly. But anyway, Kelsey accuses Hannah Ann of playing the victim card, which is extremely, extremely rich, I thought. And then Kelsey says, not only have I not bullied Hannah Ann, I've been bullied myself. So, I mean, you talk about spinning that back into a topsy turvy on these mo- topsy turvy. <laughs> but I'm the one you should feel sorry for. And then here's the money quote. There's a difference between me saying not nice words to her face and constantly bullying someone. I'm not sure what the difference is. That uh, seems very similar. She seems to think that bullying can only occur behind people's backs. So or if for like you an extended up, period of if, time. If you're up front and tell someone to their face something negative, it's not bullying. That would be an interesting loophole for all the bullies <laughs> out there. <laughs> Take notes. Um, Peter doesn't know who to believe. Every season there's a situation. He, sh- he said he said or she said she said. Yep. The lead's like, well, I don't know what to do. Nothing they check can do. Check the tape. That's what I would do is check <laughs> yeah. the tape, which I did. And it turns out the things Hannah Ann said, Kelsey said, were in fact true. Yeah. And then the episode ends with Kelsey crying in a bathroom. Now, as much as I loved the Champagne Gate cocktail hour, this conflict is not worthy of a cliffhanger for an episode. Oh, no. What do you think? No, not at all. I'm not even... I forgot that that was even the cliffhanger. I don't care. <laughs> like Until you just said that, I forgot that's how we ended this episode. It was unnecessary to end there. Luckily, the preview for next episode, someone says that that drama is, quote, taking over the house. And then we see them talking outside, casual clothes, daytime. This is a multi-day <laughs> situation. I'm, I'm not exactly on the edge of my seat 
yeah. trying to see where this ends up. Agreed. And plus, we know if he has to choose between one of them. It's Anne Anne. Yeah. It's Anne Anne. It's Anne Anne. Anything else on this episode, AB? Although I'm not, to be clear, I'm not writing Kelsey off yet as a contender. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I absolutely am. Okay. As a contender? What, what I'm not you, there. What's your definition of contender? Uh, someone that has a chance to get to the hometowns. Yeah. I don't think she's that deep yet. I don't, I don't think this is going to be what, I don't think this is enough to de- derail her completely. And she's from Iowa. Maybe that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's true. But you're forgetting some of the real contenders who got no screen time this episode, yeah, which is Kelsey and Madison. I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kelly. Yeah. Victoria P. wasn't on screen at any point. Yep, you're right. I think she's behind all them. Anyway, let's move quickly to the mailbag. Ooh. The mailbag text line is 773-234-7794. AB, last week's question was, do you want Hannah to stay in the house and why? Here are a couple answers from 567 area code. Basically, no one included their name. Regarding Hannah Hannah Brown sticking around, I have to say I'm infuriated by the prospect. It would defeat the entire purpose of the show. She and Peter already had a serious connect- connection, and it's known she wants he wants to marry he was ready to marry her. Excuse me. Hardest part of the show is reading mailbag for me because I just it's fair. I can't reading. You know the paragraphs are big. The lights are bright when you're reading these. Pressure's exactly, on. Exactly. And plus, out of the corner of my eye, I see you like doing something else. Mailbag times when I relax. <laughs> I just get to listen, sit back. 514 area code. Call me cheesy, but I do want to see more of Hannah Brown during the season because if they have unfinished business slash love story, then it'll be hard for Peter to move along in an emotionally healthy way. You just want it to be more messy. I say cheesy because perhaps it'll work out and both of them really seem smitten with each other. Love wins. At least that's what I'd like to believe. Maybe bring her back at the end when he's in love with someone else. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> okay, okay. I You can sign me up for that. <laughs> yeah, A pay-per-view yeah. event of Peter choosing between Hannah and whoever he falls in love with. <laughs> it would be great to have, the, they're down to two, the two-person rose ceremony, and then Hannah just walks up. And then Chris puts another yeah. rose and he goes, do what you want, do what you will. <laughs> 202 area code. No, Hannah should not go into the house for the exact reason you guys said. Hannah is a star and I think she has potential to be on TV yeah. and a part of the legitimate celebrity ecosystem for years to come. Agreed. No shade to Rachel, Caitlin, or JoJo, who herself should be a bigger star. Move out of Texas, girl. But Hannah has the most star power of anyone I've ever seen on this show. Big claims from 202 area code. Wow. Okay. 813 That's area probably code. A Hannah My- Burner. <laughs> yeah. Burner text. <laughs> What's the 202 yeah. area code? Is that LA? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, that would be funny. Oh, DC. Okay. 813 area code. My dream is that Hannah and Peter. She's probably got fake numbers my dream is that hannah and peter decide next episode to run away together the house is put in chaos and big mike reemerges to claim his rightful throne as the season's bachelor big fan of that wwe style twist nikki in illinois to answer your question hannah needs to leave it's not cool that she is there peter needs the chance to find someone who will want him as his first choice as her first choice not third Lastly, in this question, 954, Hannah being back, nah, fam. 
Not a Hannah stan, <laughs> but I do think that Hannah was refreshing on her season. Still, it's not fair to the other women and Peter to have her join the house. And I can't help but think that the mixed reactions to her, her behavior would have been more largely negative with a male figure doing what she did, or if a black woman, parentheses picture a different Peter, sans a guy named Brian, were crying in a producer triggering scene. Producer triggered scene, I would say. Oh, well, it is what it is. 954, Okay, thanks to everyone who texted in and answered that question. We really appreciate it. A couple other things that I want to mention, AB. Mm-hmm. 314, not to be a Colton apologist. This is in regards to your ratings headline. But his premiere was up against the Bama Clemson National Championship. That had to contribute to hurting his viewership numbers. I I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree big time. That's fair. That is big. What were they up 30% for Peters? Yeah, it was like 20 or 30. I can't remember one of those two. So that I think that was That's strategic. That was it right there. To do that. And then they knew that the numbers would be up. And then they could say, see, we made the right choice. It was Peter all along. We were smart. 240 area code. I would like to say that I'm a 22-year-old woman and I know how to drive stick as well as several of my friends. People, a lot of people wrote in to people mad about the tell stick. us they drive stick. And I think it was mostly intended to make us feel bad. We're not yeah. saying people who can drive stick are, uh, we just are, it was a, we're just automatic guys and we don't know how to drive <laughs> sick. That's a deficiency in our yeah, skill this is set. A, this is about us, not you. I am impressed. I'm impressed by people who drive stick. My brother had a stick for a long but, time. All I know. To be fair, did we say anything wrong about stick being, you need to know how to drive stick? Like, there's no reason I've ever I don't ever even want to weigh down this again, because okay. I don't want any more messages <laughs> telling us how dumb I am for not knowing how to drive stick. Uh, hey, a lot of stick drivers out there. A lot of That's stick drivers. A lot, a lot of stick, stick drivers. drivers. Okay. 617. Respect. Hey, absolute respect. Mad respect. Intimidation, I'd say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you drive stick? Okay. 617 area code. Hey, Rim and AB, love you guys. This is not a burner. Thank you. So those flowers Peter picked up for Victoria P, fake. How could anyone find a long stem flower growing on a lattice? Come on, guys. Look closely and you'll see they're made of fabric. This is from Melody in Boston, Massachusetts. Wow. I went back, reviewed the tape. Fake. Inconclusive. Yeah, I can't overturn the call. There's not enough evidence to overturn. Okay. Inconclusive evidence. But the stems were long. It, that did seem strange why you, to have. Why would you have a fake flowers with all not uniform lengths of the stems, though? That's my question. They did seem kind of uniform, but he he held them in a way oh, that was holding uniform. them. Okay. And plus. But that long? Yeah, they just shoved them in the lattice. Okay. I think the I think the vines were real. <laughs> but the flowers were <laughs> okay. fake. That's what I think it was. Lastly, this is an Instagram DM from Jennifer. We roasted the name Eunice last episode. No, I didn't. We said it was an old people name. Yeah, it's my grandma's name. There's only one Eunice that I knew ever in anyone else has ever known. And it's my grandma. This is a, the more. Well, okay, we didn't roast it then. This is a, the more you know. I'm doing the star going yeah. across the thing. Apparently a very common name for people of Korean descent. Had no idea. Really? Very common. So that's like. Interesting. The more you know. That's good information. I didn't roast it. Just that's to be why clear. We need that's my grandma. That's why tell us that stuff. <laughs> AB, very anti-Eunice. That's on the record. <laughs> my grandma, who is not Korean, uh, his name is, was Eunice. Thank you, Jennifer, for sending that in. That's good information. I genuinely did not know that. I, I got that DM. I was like, oh, how about that? Yeah, that's interesting. 
Um, let's move on quickly to the power rankings. I labored over my power rankings, AB. Now, we can put as many as we want in your rankings. Okay, You're not restricted by that. I do only four. The top four. You do whatever you want. That's kind of the thing you do. Yeah. Well, it's a bit. Yeah, you it's know, a, a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> Here are my power rankings. Okay. Do you have yours ready? Yeah. I was I I thought about these like college football play like Condoleezza Rice in there with Barry Alvarez like where are we putting these <laughs> teams <laughs> in the dive. college football play? Yeah, spent all day on them. Number five, Victoria P. Number six, that's blonde Victoria, <laughs> right? Blonde Victoria, she was number three last episode. Okay. Last week. McKenna, I'm putting McKenna at 5A or 6. Number four, Kelly, still, despite an absolutely nothing episode. Wow. What is there can't be denied. You don't just, that doesn't just erode. Number three, Hannah Ann. I think it kind of down does. one spot. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I think no. What, yeah, go ahead. Not an important moment at all. Where I just announced Hannah Ann was number three. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. But I just needed to interject here, Rim. <laughs> what, what the basis of Kelly and Peter's relationship is something that can definitely erode. All that's based on right now is just a chance meetup in a hotel. So that's something. As he meets other girls, she could just fall, keep falling down the power rankings. Go ahead. All right, that's fair. Now you're making me question my power rankings. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, number three, Hannah Ann, down one spot. Big move. You get involved with drama, even if you come out on top. Wow. Wheels start turning. Number two. I'm going to tell you who number one is. Number one is Madison, still. Number two is Victoria F. Two. Wow. Two. AB had a freeze frame. Say by the bell, time out. AB goes, <laughs> two. Yeah, I really was. I really was. Okay. And what points did you make? If anything, you strengthened her case I for did. me. I did. She might be yeah. in mine. Stay tuned. Well, we don't have to stay tuned any longer. <laughs> Let's hear it. Right now. Uh, number four, McKenna. Okay. 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 I think she's, I think there's something there. 5A? Since we're, you're allowing me to do whatever I want, I'm going to have a 5A and a 5B here. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yeah. 5A, who I think is a sleeper. You gave your sleeper who you think is going to skyrocket later in the season but isn't getting much talk right now. Lexi, our, the redhead. Yes. I think yes. she's got yes. the potential. She seems mature. Uh, she seems maybe on a different level than all these other girls. So I think she's got a shot here. I like that to make sleeper pick a, a lot. late yeah. where she might go. And hey, she might go the next two weeks without getting any screen time. And then randomly it'll be like, oh, a date card came and it's Lexi. And then you're and then they have a connection unlike anyone else on that date. That's what well, I can envision. Similar to the happening. redhead on Colton season. I forgot her name. Where she just came out of nowhere. She got a she got a one on one date. Yeah. Remember at the theme park, mm -hmm. got a one on one date before other people you would exactly. expect one on one it dates. Probably it's part of me is probably just tying the two redheads together subconsciously in my head. Yeah, classic <laughs> yeah, mistake. But, uh, number oh, and then the five B, 
Yeah, where are we at here? I, I've done four, I've done 5A, and now I'm moving to 5B, okay? Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Victoria. I think there's something... F? Yeah. Wait. Uh, brunette, Victoria. Victoria F. Yes. Victoria F is your 5B, and your description is, I think there's something there at 5B? What's the problem? There's, t- there's 20 people That's left. sixth. What's the problem? Okay. There's well, a lot of people here, Rim. Everyone can't get a hometown. You got to make hard choices. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Go ahead. You're just making my power rankings look silly. <laughs> okay. I'm here. You got it three or wherever you want, I guess. Number three, Kelly. She didn't do anything to. What? Okay. She didn't do. I know I just said a bunch of stuff about Kelly and how she could <laughs> fall out. Okay. That was just she rose. You didn't have her ranked last time. I think I had her four, maybe. No, you didn't. I don't. You laughed when I ranked her. It's fast and loose with the rankings, Rim. (laughs) Okay, you're not taking these seriously. (laughs) That's all that proved. Kelly, Kelly is an absurd. Get her out of there. Your power rankings. Here's what you need to realize about my power rankings. I should just make it two. You know how I did Grocer Joe? That's not fun. I know. Yeah, that was hilarious. (laughs) I should just make it two. Everyone else doesn't really matter. The show. It's Hannah Ann and Maddie. Hannah Ann's two, Maddie's number one. Those two are going all the way. The other two spots in hometowns do not matter. Mark that down right now. Okay? <laughs> you want to talk about why I don't? Why these power rankings are all okay. jumbled? I don't care about three. Shit show of a three power rankings. Three might as well be maybe. seventeen. Okay, <laughs> that's where this we're at crazy. right now. Do you know? Okay, this is crazy. Last week, you had Victoria. This is a man who's not taking the power ranking seriously. <laughs> That's all this is. Last week, you had Victoria P at number three. She's gone. She didn't show me anything. <laughs> and then neither did Kelly. <laughs> Kelly wasn't on your power rankings. And I, now I, she's I number three. forgot about her last week. <laughs> no, I said Kelly. You go, nah, Rim. Because <laughs> you don't like her personally. That's I a don't thing like her. That you need to deal with. And then number four, you had Alaya. Alea. Last Shit, week, Alea. Yeah. Is she still on the show? Yes, of course oh, she is. Okay. <laughs> wow. I take the I'm agonized over my power rankings. <laughs> I just kind of thumbed through the participants <laughs> and then trying to find names. I just oh, found man. three and four and gave you the Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to waste any time. Let's go to the batch bracket. I you don't have to go to yours because it'll take too long. But I am, we have 1,327 people in the batch bracket, so thank you all for signing up. My guess is probably 60% of you figured out, or not figured out, but got a bracket done in time. That's a common situation with the batch brackets. You have to do the whole season. AB would have done it if I didn't text him two hours before the episode last night. Facts. I... None of the, I got none of the people who were sent home right. All the people who were sent home last night, I had getting roses, so that's a bad situation. Um, I am 830th out of 1,327, and probably like three, you could lop off 300. I mean, I'm probably tied for last. I don't think you can get a lower score than what I got. <laughs> I'm going to quickly tell you my top four. These are different than my power rankings. I want to make that clear. My top four are Hannah Ann Madison, obviously, Victoria P, and putting my money where my mouth is, Jasmine. Some would say that's an insane fourth. I, I actually would. agree, thinking about it now. But <laughs> um, And then last kind of game thing we do is the Frenemies Challenge. Download that app and play along with us. They give away two grand an episode now. 
And if you got, I got four out of nine, which is bad. But if you got seven out of nine, you get some money. You got like twenty five. You got like twenty five or fifty bucks. Wow. AB, let's do Bachelor headline of the week. I'm number just a. I had Batch bracket up. Okay. Just, yeah. Thank uh, you. I was five thirty one ranked, so I'm a little ahead of you. So you probably got. You probably sent at least one person home correctly. Yeah, and then uh, my top four. Who knows I, what I this is going to be? I went an interesting strategy of just eliminating minorities uh, ah, early. That's sound. That's a good strategy. Yeah, that's the strategy I went with. I didn't know enough, so I just started eliminating. You know, a couple a week, a couple minorities a week, and here's what I ended up with as my top four. Uh, oh God. <laughs> 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 Hannah Ann, Madison, Victoria P, and Alea. Was that my that was my top four from last week, right? So I I just yeah, it's your exact top four yeah. from last week. Okay, so that's what I had. Um, interesting strategy, eliminating minorities. We'll see how that works out for him, Cotton. Uh, bachelor headline of the week. I want to hear. There's it. two of them, and then I got one for you. Yeah, one ties to what you mentioned earlier about weed. Someone from Mashable, no one will tell me if weed is allowed in the Bachelor Mansion. I clicked on the article. There's a couple pictures of and videos where they think, kind of like you did, they seem like they might be high or something, along with the <laughs> fact that California <laughs> allows kidding. weed now. Uh, he, oh. This person, investigative journalism, reached out to a lot of different sources, and no one will answer them. They'll respond to them and be like, no comment. So the, uh, okay, yeah. There's so uh, I'm. What I gather from this article is that weed is smoked in the bachelor mansion. Okay, a no comment is yeah. It's, reveals all you need yeah, to know. Exactly. Uh, the other one ties in, ties into the mailbag question. Whoever too. designed that house interior decorator was definitely high. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the other one ties into the mailbag question. We're gonna we're gonna spice things up a little bit in the mailbag question this week. Rim, are you ready? <laughs> we're gonna turn <laughs> not, it up. Not really. PG thirteen. <laughs> I don't like how you're okay. holding the microphone. Okay. <laughs> Listen, to, lean in closer, Rim. I got yeah. something to All tell right. you. Uh, take my headphones off. <laughs> Headline that I found that ties into my mailbag question. <laughs> Bachelor's Peter okay. defends his sexual activity on the show. This is from E. A lot of backlash from Peter after last night's uh, the coming up rest of the season because it it looks like he has sex with multiple people on the show. A lot yeah. of backlash there. Pre so, pre um pre yeah overnight overnight overnight. Is what I call Who knows them. what happens on Peter's overnight <laughs> yeah. suites? Uh, I want to know what you think is the right amount of sexual activity to have on this show okay <laughs> we're gonna get because i've been, be some weird I've been shit. racking my head around it and i can see it going both ways like yes he's in these it, it it's not a big deal obviously sex is a part of relationships in general and peter sees that but also he's supposedly boyfriend girlfriend with each of these people you generally don't have sex with it's weird. other people. Yeah. So I could see it going both ways. I'd like to know what other people it's a, think. It's a catch-22. I don't know the right word. It's a... It's This situation is a completely... That's why this show is kind of interesting. Yeah. It's a completely bizarre scenario, and unlike anything in real life. 
Exactly. So you can't always apply real life norms and expectations to this crazy show. We'll get some interesting answers on that. And that's a good mailbag question. Not because I'm gonna be reading I'm gonna be reading weird stuff. I have a smut. Feeling. I'm gonna be reading smut all week. <laughs> AP doesn't have to read the he doesn't sort the mailbag questions. He's go to my phone. <laughs> Spice things up a bit. Yeah. But it's a good question because it's not dependent. Like it's not so the Hannah thing is already kind of the question you asked last week stale. Was like yeah. it's already outdated. You know what you mean? So you need yeah, to once ask we, like once we answer picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go with the mailbag number is seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Also, just a warning I give yearly as I'm going through these Bachelor headlines. Be careful out there, Bachelor Roastcast oh. Nation. Be careful. I almost want you to discontinue. Uh, it's cl- the last couple. Weeks I of get the season. really close every couple episodes to seeing a spoiler. Now, a lot of places do, they'll tell you when it's coming, so I don't see them, but some, it's, it's, it's sketchy out there. So be careful when you're clicking on Bachelor articles, period. And I will piggyback on this and say, be careful on social media. What you send us. Yeah. What you, no, what, what people send us directly. Oh. Sometimes I, you don't want to see it. Yeah. Ah. I'm, I'm wary. I'm wary. Uh, okay, this this is something AB that was that was off screen news. I can't believe you didn't see it. Frankly, that concerns a contestant. Controversial. I'm gonna send you a link on G Chat right now. It's about Victoria F. Boop. And Victoria F. Apparently did some modeling a couple of years ago for a company called. This is not a joke. White Lives Matter. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got ourselves a Garrett situation. Scroll down a little bit. Um, you will see name. The white in the name is something to do with like some kind of fish. Now, this had to be a couple of years ago. It's a marlin, apparently. Their Twitter account has 16 followers and only tweeted three times last tweet three years ago. Uh, introducing a line of apparel with billfish conver- con- conservation in mind. Oh. MarlinLivesMatter.com, which is gone. So you think, oh, okay, no. that's like a okay. that's like a tone deaf play on Black Lives Matter, a, a hot button yeah. issue at the time. Um, the the thing that kind of changes it for me is one of some of their apparel well, is Confederate, the Confederate flag, flag with marlins, with, yeah, with marlins instead <laughs> of stars. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, one... at the end of the day, like if you name and get yourself incorporated as White Lives Matter, you kind of have to know what you're doing. So whether or not they, tr- whether or not this, the people who made this brand is are stupid, or they wanted to Trojan horse this message as a way to sell a lot of product, which apparently they did not because they don't seem to be in operation anymore. But Victoria modeled a hat, and that's pretty clearly Victoria, modeled a hat with the logo, not a Confederate flag thing, um, just with the Marlin and WLM. Yikes. So maybe I'm being uh, too kind on this decision, but... 
how do I say this without coming off as a scumbag? It's <laughs> it might not be as bad as the headline might lead you to believe, but it ain't good. I'll make no. that clear. What's your take, AP? Are you surprised by this? And what do you make of the? Uh, I didn't hear anything about this. Photos. Uh, it's alarming, Rim. It's not good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. Like you said, it, I don't. It's. It's a bunch could of just it's, be stupidity. It's, it's could a, be stupidity. It's a bunch of white I'd, people with white lives matter shirt, and one of them is a Confederate flag. So I don't. I, I don't. Those know. are facts. <laughs> Those are just what I'm seeing on the screen <laughs> right what, here. I, that's what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, that, that was kind of my reaction. Like, oh, that's a tough. <laughs> um, there are in that article I read, which was from Cosmo. They they mentioned there are rumors of her previous relationship activity that are unbecoming, to I saw, say the least. Okay, so I saw so, an article with that, but there was a spoiler in it, so I yeah. I did not scroll down. I didn't know what exactly was going on. But yeah, it sounds like there's some other controversy uh, that <laughs> might have put out about her. I'm going to bleep that out. We don't say that name. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting. And can you see why I wanted to talk about the episode before talking yes, about that absolutely yeah um yeah i don't that's the kind of thing if that slips i mean that was that's a very small like there seems to be only one photo it's not a well-known brand yeah again i she wasn't retweeting stuff i can understand how this slipped through but i don't think it's gonna affect the season anything about any of it is no. gonna affect the season at all so i think, so I think so she'll just keep trucking along yeah so we'll see interesting not great not great. Any other take as the non-white on the show? Not great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got my eyes on you. That's the <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate it. Please follow us on social media at Rosecast Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for caring. Have a heavenly day. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com